Welcome, Welcome back, back. <laughs> ah, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. It's another week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Another We're coming week. off a, a hot week of Berenice being in Seattle, which was so mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Now she's back in New York. Yeah, Seattle was awesome. I honestly, I had a great time mainly spending like kicking it with my family, seeing people I haven't seen in a bit. Very wholesome time with my family. Probably the best times I've had with my family. So I really miss them. I teared up when I said bye to my dad. I was like, fuck. Like I have never felt that emotion of like, I don't want to go. I got to the I got to the airport and I was like, I'm gonna run away. And I was like, bitch, where are you running to? You're not like holding yourself hostage in New York. Like stop be fucking for real. So yeah, that's it was it was crazy. It was crazy. But um yeah, being home was amazing. Got to hang out with Ella. We went bouldering, y'all, and it was so fun. Yeah, we went- yeah, that was super fun. We went bouldering and I was there and I was like, oh, my gosh, ladies, if you're into like fragile looking white men, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. No, I'm, I'm fucking around. But no, but really, there were like some like, you know, because like climbers are like lean, you know, they're like lean and agile or whatever. But there were like some eligible single guys. And I was like, you come here, hang out here long enough. I'm sure that you would find that if that's this is your type so check out bouldering it was really fun it was super fun i'm way stronger than i thought i was oh yeah oh my god she was scaling up the wall i was like (laughs) she was inspiring me i was like oh i can't do this and i was like okay i'll try it and then i did a couple of them that i literally didn't think i was going to be able to do and it was a huge confidence boost now i'm gonna be honest this is like kind of part of my update i did go a little cray cray and i thought about (laughs) Ella, we were we were we were doing our little trial run. Uh, we run with a friend. He gave us his guest pass. Ella goes, "Yeah, I'll just sign up for ten uh, for a punch card. I'll come here ten times." And I was like, "Well, you haven't tried it, but I love that for you." Well, I've been thinking about like doing more fun activities that are just like wholesome activities. It was honestly pretty affordable when you compare it to like I don't know a yoga class or something. So it wasn't completely crazy. But I want on REI's website now that I'm doing these 10 packs because it's like $4 to rent the shoes every time, which isn't that much. But, you know, if you're going to go more than 10 times, maybe just buy the shoes. So I didn't buy the shoes because I was like, I don't think I'm ready to commit to the climbing shoes. Did I accidentally go on a shopping spree because REI had the best sale ever and they're (laughs) still going on? I'm currently wearing a jacket priced at $100. I got it for 40. We love a deal. Yes, so we love a deal. I got a jumpsuit. I got two pairs of hiking pants. And yeah, so I got two pairs of hiking pants, a jumpsuit that you can hike in, and this warm sweater. So I'm just diving into the PNW lifestyle. It's a rebrand. A Pacific Northwest girly. Yes. And so... Yeah, that inspired me to make some bad, good choices. I love that. The fit is important. Honestly, all the clothes like at REI and mostly like the clothes that are meant for outdoor wear will last you for years. So that's a good investment. You know, I I am very lucky in the way that I haven't grown since the sixth grade. So <laughs> I know that if I have a quality piece, I'll yeah. have it for years. I literally went through my closet and I looked at something and I was like, I think I wore this to a middle school dance. Like, do I want to let this go? And then I was like, not really. This is still a cute <laughs> fit. Like, this is a black dress. Like, we can still wear this. <laughs> so I'm still holding on to things for like 15, 20 years. So when I went and bought 
this jacket, I was like, babes, I'm going to wear this every fucking winter for the rest of my goddamn life. I love that. And about, I think you will. I think I will. What about you? What happened since you got back from New York? Well, you know, New York's New York and uh, Feral Fall is back on. I have decided that I'm if I'm going to spiral, I'm going to do it in a productive way. So, of course, I get back and literally I got back at 6 a.m. I was going to a show that night. Oh, yeah. So running, busy. Uh, so busy, busy girl, busy bee, make an outfit. You know, like nothing's changed. I get back. I'm like trying to do 10 million things, make an outfit, go to the show, live my best life, run into lying little man with his ex-girlfriend, pretends he doesn't, uh, ex- pretends I don't exist essentially, right? Ooh. So I did spiral, but not in the way that I thought I would. It was more just like a, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Because see, the thing is, I like pictures because I'm fucking illiterate. Okay, so <laughs> seeing this in, you know, IRL just yep. really helped me understand the situation that I, I'm currently in. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Everybody else, all these men in my life are ghosting me. I don't necessarily know exactly what I did, how I became the toxic one. But, like, you know, I think it's just time to step away from <laughs> a lot of situations. So, yeah, for old girl fault is back. I don't know what the fuck I was on yesterday or what <laughs> demon I conjured. But, oh, my God, I was going full photo shoot at this bar at, like, 7 p.m. because we did bottomless brunch and will i tell you should i start an only fans based on these pictures i might have to oh my god i was like ah, she's suddenly a little demon who is she it's me so um, feral falls back on we've feral been on a roller on, coaster with feral fall <laughs> listen i i think i have faces of like i'm gonna heal and i was like i'm gonna have fun so i'm just gonna heal and have fun Woo! heal Woo! and have fun you can do the both heal and have fun exactly uh, but I'm doing good, and actually, like, I'm really ready for this episode, so should we get into it? Let's do it! Thanks for your concern. Okay. So I want to start uh, my 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 intro to this episode by telling you all a story. So one time I went to the bars in Seattle, and I hadn't been back in Seattle in a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, we start talk. I start talking to this man. He wants to buy me a drink. You know, we're having a good conversation. He seems like really down to earth, really cool. We're talking about some real shit, and he just goes, "You know what? You're a real girl. Like I fuck with you." And I'm like, "Oh my god, thank you. Like I'm actually enjoying talking to you." He seems well dressed, decent man, and then he goes. So you know about that shit, right? And I was like, what shit? And he's like, you know how the government... (laughs) Then I was like, oh, no. He's like, how the government is hiding time travel from us. And You seem real. He lost me there. (laughs) I don't know how being real would relate to time travel, but that's exactly what we're talking about today. We're talking about time travel. Okay. And let me just tell you my little, like, time travel. Okay. So time travel. We're going to get into the quantum physics of time travel, all the scientific (laughs) shit. No, I'm just No, we're really not. We're (laughs) not. But my favorite time travel theory slash conspiracy is that UFOs are not aliens, but they're time travelers from the future coming back into time. Yeah, so that's a, that's an alien UFO time travel theory that I think is, I don't know, interesting. Not the craziest conspiracy I've ever heard. No, I've heard this one too, and I can I can, I could see how that could be a thing. And maybe that's why they stay away and don't like interact with us because they know they're about to fuck some shit up if they get too close. They're going to be like, oh shit, that's actually just me as an old person. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, a little bit on time travel. So there's two rom-coms. There's a lot of rom-coms about time travel. Like time travel and rom-coms go hand to hand. But The Time Traveler's Wife, I watched that without knowing anything about it. That fucked me up emotionally for a really long time. It is just it's just a sad rom-com, obviously. Home Is it girl. a rom-com or just drama? Because there's nothing funny about that movie. That movie's fucking sad. They have like a few jokes, but yeah, I guess it's not real. It's just more of a romance drama. But um, yeah, in that, the time traveler, basically, he doesn't get to choose where he time travels to or when. Uh, and he shows everywhere up naked. So that is his type of time travel. We're going to be a little bit more specific as if we could go back to in time or forward. Who fucking knows? So let's get into time travel. Moments. I just want to start off strong with moments that like I want to travel back to. And my main moment is Twilight movie premieres. I, I'm telling you, that's when they had midnight movies. I would go to these midlife, midnight Twilight movie premiere. I was an Edward girl. I'm sure you guys all could know that. I put off Edward girl energy. I was she team likes Edward. On it. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I've been obsessed with Robert Pattinson since I saw first saw his face. But also because I honestly, I think vampires are kind of like time travelers because they get to stay alive for so forever. So they get to like just go, you know, whatever. Anyways, I was Team Edward. I'd have my Team Edward shirts on. And I literally like the high of just the 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 movie oh, yeah. coming on. And you're like, everyone's screaming. It's Team Edward or it's Team Jacob. That's the moment I wish I could travel back in time to and relive because I'm telling you, as a middle schooler, I there's I've never had an, that much serotonin since. So that's when I want to travel back to. I totally relate. I went to one of them. You even think about what you're going to wear because you know that you're going to run into all these other middle schoolers around mm. your area. So you got your first thoughty outfit at the age of 12 for your midnight movie that your parents drop you off at. Can't yeah, because because it. it's like you're not going to do anything bad at this. Fuck, It's a rated PG-13 movie. Like, you know, your parents will let you go see it. And yeah. it was like one of the some of the first independent moments I had in my <laughs> life, you know, and so those, I was just, I honestly think about the Twilight movie premieres like once a week, if that <laughs> girl, that movie has aged well. It brought vamps back mm-hmm. and we we're ready for business. Uh, for me, it would really have to be like one pivotal moment in my, in my existence, in my little life uh, would probably be parody. So like 2015 and 2016, 2015 was the first music festival. Like I ever been to like, not, not little ones that are just, you know, all sorts of music. It was just like all rave, like all weekend. And I was like, this is it. This is it for me. Like I belong here. And my, I was 18. So I went with my sister and Skrillex came on. It was ending. The night was ending. I was in the pit. I was living my best life. My sister, her boyfriend and another friend, they wanted to go back to the campsite a little early. And I was like, leave me here. I need to see this whole set, okay? Because as an 11-year-old, that's how I got introduced to EDM. Screw Yeah, me too. I used to go to sleep to Scary Monsters and Nice Fright. I don't know why, but that was my fucking jam. It was also my alarm clock. So I go to sleep and wake up to scary monsters and nice braids. Um, maybe my brain has never been well since, but that does not matter. Uh, yeah, I would go back to that moment and finish that fucking set. And the year after that, when with Ella, had a great time. I think out of all the people we were with, Ella and I were just vibing. 
Yeah, chilling. I think so. Twenty sixteen Paradiso, which I th- that was the first time I had been to the Gorge, mm-hmm. and the Gorge is by far like the most beautiful setting to enjoy a concert at. I mean, a yeah. lot of people talk about Red Rocks, but no. I'm telling you, the Gorge is just so pretty and. In the it's, summertime, yeah. they have it. They have Paradiso at the perfect time where it's not too hot. Like it, it's just a really just vibey experience. To paint a picture, the gorge is in like on a on top of a coulee, so you're overlooking the Earth's pussy essentially, and there's a stage. So this is the, the stage, <laughs> the music, the vibes, <laughs> and the background, and the Columbia River is like underneath. Yeah, uh, and then so there's beautiful rolling cliffs. The stars, you can see the stars clear, clear, clear yeah. stars. Oh my god, amazing! So yeah, if you have an opportunity to go to the Gorge in Washington, definitely check that out. They do have a winery right next to it, so in case like you want to check it out, but you're not like going to a rave. Also, if you have never been to a rave give it a chance give it a go you can come with me you can let me know when, which one you want to go to yeah i'll, be, I'll take yeah and also like 2016 rave me was totally just like vibes i was like oh my god they're everyone here is so nice that was when i was really big into trading candy and like honestly like obviously i don't trade candy as much anymore because i'm a fucking loser no honestly i just like (laughs) don't have the time and i'm not i'm a procrastinator so anytime i think like we used to sit down and like make candy for months at a time like whenever we were like bored or just watching tv we would make candy so i had all special candy for people and candy is like the little bracelet that you gift and I still have like my keepers which from that a lot of my keepers from that era um that just like make me smile and you know now I'm an adult and I've like been there done that and I'm fucking tired so like raving and festivals is just like not what it used to be when I was like 21 and had so much fucking energy because I would like no matter what I did the day before I'd wake up the next day like so pumped for it you know like I was like yes like it didn't matter that my back didn't hurt because I was sleeping on the ground (laughs) like it was just a fucking better time it's definitely a lifestyle I will say I cannot relate to this every time I go I feel like a spring chicken now I'm getting into like like flow um now i'm getting into like flow art which is essentially just like getting more involved in dancing and being part of like things that are going on so honestly i think it's for everybody definitely it's a commitment because you're partying for like literally a whole day but it's a good time and the community of people honestly has been pretty good i'm trying to bring back like candy not a lot of people in new york like know about that or like there's not a big community of i would think like the raver raver scene but I still fuck with it. I think it's so cute when you go up to somebody and you're like, this piece of candy that says bad bitch hours reminded me of you here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope. I actually really enjoy that. Those uh, memories too. You know, it was just a different time, different time in life. A lot less worries. And the same. uh, No, I, if I could go back in time, I'd go to Woodstock because I feel like you just had to be there. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to experience that in my life. Any sort of music venue, honestly, like jazz era or a Mozart concert, like that would have been Lady Kitty. And I mean, I will say this about time travel because people always ask like, oh, what era would you have liked to live in or whatever? And I'm like, well, if I was me, a brown person, like now is the best time to be alive, (laughs) to be honest with you. Um, But if race wasn't an issue, yeah, there's been so many times that I would like to go and expose 
expose myself to a lot of things that happened specifically in the 60s 1969 I think would have been an amazing fucking year to live and meet a lot of like civil rights activists I uh, like (laughs) that really grinds my gears I'd be in there (laughs) it's interesting you said 1969 because have you watched Summer of Soul about the 1969 uh, Harlem Cultural Festival. I have not, but I have heard of it. I would, I think it's on who, it's on something. Yeah, Look it up. Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. That's crazy because like my dad and my uncle were like alive during that time. But just for those of you that don't know, it was like the Harlem Cultural Festival and they had people like Nina Simone, um, Steve Wonder, Mavis Staples, like so many people. And it was like basically free, you know what I'm saying? Like in that kind of stuff. And like now when you go to a festival with crazy musicians, so it's so expensive and it's become like completely like inaccessible to a lot of people. And I think that's probably like my biggest, I don't know, like, like this is lame. Like, you know, like <laughs> to pay, to be able to, you have to basically pay like $2,000 to go see a similar thing where, you know, in the 1960s, it was either free or like affordable. And so everyone got to go, everyone got to meet people and see these crazy, incredible artists. That is something that I wish I could time travel and see. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Um, Overall, yeah, period in my life that I'd also go back to, I guess would be living in Mexico. I was pretty young when I got my ass shipped over here. Um, So I think it would be like kind of nice to be able to just like see what my life was like when I was little. Because obviously I remember not a lot. And the way that I remember it, I was like a kid. So Sometimes I go on Google Maps, though, and I'll do, like, my route from, like, my house to school. And then you get to see what that was like. And, like, in my head, that memory is completely different than, like, yeah. me, like walking it through Google Maps. I'm like, oh, this is low-key ugly. But in my mind, you know, as I lived it, it was beautiful. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of – this is, like, not time travel, but I have been wanting to go to back to Guatemala because going to Guatemala was, like – I don't know, probably one of my like most formative memories or something that I like really like ingrained in my brain. And I feel like I can relive moments of it in a way that I can't of anything else when I was that age because it was gosh, that would have been 20 years ago almost. So no, I wasn't eight. I was like 12. It was like 15 years ago, about 15 years ago. So I just like have these memories that I travel to sometimes, but I actually like want to go back and like experience that again because I think it would like make me remember more memories. And also I would just like appreciate things differently. So that's on my bucket list travel right now on the like towards the top. All right. If you could go back in time and tell yourself anything, what would it be? Listen to Michelle Obama. Always. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Michelle Obama said this quote that I I thought I appreciated at the time, but I wish I would have taken it way more fucking seriously. And this was when President Obama was president actively. And she said, there is no boy at any age that is cute enough or interesting enough to stop you from getting an education. If I had to if I had worried about who liked me and who thought I was cute at your age, I wouldn't be married to the president of the United States. Mostly, there's no boy cute enough or interesting enough to, like, cause havoc in your life, you know? Yeah. 
I fucking agree, bro. I've been kind of like, obviously, as people get older, their relationship shit becomes way more like public. And when you catch up with friends, you get the whole rundown of like what they've been up to and the men that are ruining their lives. And I'm like, damn, bro, we need to be unbothered. Like, this is so stupid. I There's nothing about a person that's like affecting my actual lifestyle other than the fact that I choose to put attention to it. If I'm just going to focus on my own fucking shit and live my best, most beautiful life, like, bye. Yeah, and, you know, obviously, like, I don't think I've anyone's ever stopped me from getting my education. But in a way, I think that I've created... I've just made bad choices because of spiraling because of things that boys have done or haven't done, you know, mm -hmm. um, emphasis on haven't like, you know, like, and I yeah. wish I just like, you know, I can think about times when like dudes did me so dirty that I like felt like oh, I need to go out and like drink or I need to go out and like have a fun night because I can't think about what he did to me. And then I, it ended up like me making a bad decision that I didn't need to make. And it's like, bro, I wish I would have just been like, okay, whatever, fuck it. And then been a productive member of society. Um, and also yeah. just tripping over boys who like, in retrospect, like, I swear to God, there's so many men that I've dated that like, I would even fucking really like. <laughs> Like, if I think about it, like, what did yeah. I like about them that was not superficial, you know? Like, I feel like a lot of the people I tripped over, I was tripping over because of superficial reasons, and I didn't even like them as a person. Damn. The real. I'm just saying, like, it's just like there aren't, and I think especially at a young age, like, I'm telling you, in high school, I tripped over some dudes, you know, really tripped over some dudes in high school. There's no 18-year-old boy that is, like, worth any trouble at all. <laughs> Any any age to be completely no, honest. No, any age to be completely <laughs> honest. But like specifically, like I don't know, like trying to have a serious relationship with a teenage boy is a fucking joke. Like you okay. should, you should, I'd have been better up better off just worrying about myself and getting an education, doing my best in school, and just completely ignoring men and just worrying about yeah. myself. Yeah, that would have been a good lesson to tell myself for sure. I definitely got in my way a lot. And I think like the if I were, were to go back and tell myself something. Well, first, I would tell myself to stop fucking drinking in high school because that's stupid and ridiculous. And yeah, also, I would probably go up, try to get people to get more education on like drinking when you're young, because I just like real like I've been kind of thinking about a lot of people that like in high school, we used to like drink as this like kind of like thing that's like cool and like social but it actually like gave people like an addictive an addiction like you start oh, drinking sure. when you're 15 16 years old and you have issues you I mean some people start drinking about their issues when they're that young but you're supervised so you still have parents that you have to like kind of keep your shit together yeah. for who care about you who are there for you and then you go to college and you're not supervised anymore and then you leave college and you're even less supervised, but you're still holding on to the, these like honestly like substances that are actually like really toxic. So, yeah, I think I would have definitely told myself to chill the fuck out to I, I just really wanted to live life really, really fast. And I think that now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm tired because and, and I've met a lot of people who are kind of in those stages in their life now. And I'm like, I can't like fathom doing the stuff that you're doing because I already did that. And I, I can't keep up like I can't keep up with you. Like I can't keep up with that lifestyle. There's just no way. Yeah. Would it have been more fun now? Yeah, definitely. 
But uh, so, yeah, I would have told myself to chill the fuck out. I think I also would have told myself to stop caring so much about what other people think. That's specifically regarding just like my identity as like a brown woman living in Seattle. Obviously, like I grew up and I felt ostracized. Sometimes I feel like I did it to myself and I didn't until college take like Chicano Latino studies classes, like learn about the history of essentially like my culture, my people in the United States. And that really like liberated me. And I think that helped me grow as a person and just grow more, more comfortable with myself and my identity. That's definitely something I would have really, really liked in, in when I was younger, when I was in high school. And something to just point out is that a lot of high schools and a lot of different states have laws regarding not being able to have classes, cultural classes given to kids. So uh, I'll, I'll plug a good documentary about that. But a lot of people do not have access to their people's history. Uh, but I think it's super powerful to get to know the history of your people and the shit that you may not understand, like growing up, maybe you feel a certain way, but there's a whole history behind it, right? And helping you understand that and uncover that gives you a lot of power. Yeah, that, that along with like caring what people think, caring what people think is so fucking stupid because like if you think about it, you were caring about what a 16-year-old girl like gave a fuck about. Like if she yeah. thought you were pretty, if she thought you were cute, if she didn't like your shoes, who the gives a fuck, you know? Well, a couple of things. So back on like the drinking, I really like that's probably like one of the things I really wish. Like I wish I never had underage drink. Like I really do. Like I wish I had waited till I was 21. Is ever like part of me is like, yeah, that's really easy to say now because hindsight's always 2020. And yeah. like at the time, I think like I honestly, I think I was just trying to fit in to be like try to fit in trying to and it was fun like I'm not gonna fucking lie like I honestly had a pretty good time in high school and then, then yeah college and then you become an adult and now you're 28 you're like god damn I've been drinking for like 10 years and then you're like I don't even think I'm done and people and some people are just getting started or just like you know it's weird it's weird to be on a everyone's on their own timeline but I wish that aspect I had saved for myself for just a little bit longer or not at all you know what I'm saying? And there's yeah. like a lot of studies done that like the earlier you start drinking, like the more likely it is to be like a lifelong problem because it just changed the chemistry in your brain or whatever. But um, caring what people thought, I remember once I graduated high school, um, I took a gap year because financial aid fucked me, but whatever. We sent another story for another day. But I remember... <laughs> like kind of being embarrassed I did community college at the time because it felt like everyone in my I don't know like my little group or the people that I associated myself with were all going to these really great schools like I literally know people that went to Ivy League schools and that's where I thought I was gonna be but because of like choices I made like that just wasn't the reality and I like was so embarrassed about like admitting that I was gonna fucking go to community college for two years that ended up being like one of my best decisions because I saved a shit ton of money. Baby Girls basically doesn't have any school debt now. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thanks, Bobby Biden. But I think, like, it's kind of a shame that I didn't appreciate that experience at the time because I was, like, embarrassed by where other people were at. And now I'm 10 years out of high school, and I'm probably better off than a lot of people who went to schools that I dreamed about going to. So everyone's past is different. So I wish I hadn't like been so hard on myself so early because I just didn't realize that like I would be here now. Yeah. 
And I think something I wish I had worked on, or I mean, I think to this day, like you can do this in the press, it doesn't matter what time in your life, just building a really strong sense of self, right? Because a lot of the things that come from like shame of maybe like where you're at versus other people or you're making choices based on your individual like options. I think a lot of people have, some people have better choices to fucking choose from, you know? So building that like Mm -hmm. strong identity and like sense of self and just like being proud of your choices, where you are, where you come from is like so essential to making sure that you stay true to who you are, regardless of your surroundings. Cause obviously peer pressure is fucking real and it's still real like to this day. Oh yeah. So yes, let's do moments in history. I wish I changed. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to start off. (laughs) these might seem frivolous or something everyone's done but it's like something that thinks about but i think about i kind of wish i could (laughs) have saved princess diana i feel like she had (laughs) like okay so like obviously like she started dating like a man of color and then like everything kind of went haywire but like even if you don't believe in any conspiracy theories the what the story is she was basically running away from the media and the paparazzi and it led to a fatal car crash and that really fucking sucks like that sucks that they were basically being harassed by the media so for entertainment for others and so that you know these magazines can sell tabloids to people and basically just like pick apart someone's life who you know people might be like oh well she knew what she was getting herself into no one knows like I literally think that's such bullshit because until something happens to you do you really know what it's gonna be like until you it's happening to you I feel like a lot of people lack complete empathy like if you were in the same position that you would completely know everything that was gonna happen and then it's like oh she knew what she was gonna get herself into uh she was gonna get chased in a car and then die (laughs) she knew that was gonna happen she knew that was gonna happen like you guys are sick Anyways, so I wish I could have saved her. And there's also a lot of, like, media moments I wish never happened. Like, I just wish that, like, paparazzi wasn't there and I could, like, whisk Britney away so she wouldn't have lost her kids. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, I, I – that's very na- kind of you. <laughs> um, I agree. I think if I could save celebrities, it'd probably be Tupac and Selena. Those two are also pretty fucking sad. And Selena, she just had a fu- – her yeah. aunt was a fucking hater, bro. And I see this with a lot of families that, like, they beef over money. And for me, that is so disgusting. I'm mm-hmm. like, beefing over money, like, it, when you die – you don't take it with you, bro. Like, do people understand that? And I I think it's so weird that people will get into, like, full-on family, like, feuds over money. Disgusting. Yeah. It's Disgusting. And, I mean, you know, Selena, that one's fucking rough. I was actually in this is. Okay, this is kind of a side note, but my, <laughs> I love, we love side notes. My here. roommate picked up, he had a V8, he bought a VHS of Selena. And he picked it up and he goes, did you know that this is Jennifer <laughs> Lopez? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, 100%. Like, it's, a, it's an iconic movie. He was like, I didn't know this was Jennifer Lopez. And I was like, 
Well, it looks just like her, but <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, I wish I could have slaved Selena too. That shit is so fucking sad. Something else I would have changed. I could have lived without the Trump presidency, to be completely honest with you. I could have lived without all of that and a lot of things that that led to. That could have been different for me if I had the opportunity to change something. What, would you go vote twice? <laughs> No, bitch, I couldn't, I couldn't even vote. I couldn't even vote. No, I met with the that, voter fraud that he's accusing of. Yeah, no, um, I wish I could go, let me say this. I wish I could go back in time to before when people were telling me, it's not going to be that big of a deal. It's not going to be that bad. I wish I could go back in time and like punch all those people in the face and be like, <laughs> it is going to be that bad, bitch. You don't even know how bad it's going to get, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's actually really really bad and the whole thing was horrible i think that if i could change one thing in the near in the nearest of my past like if you could hop back a day an hour you know mm -hmm. i think it would be me claiming ignorance and just going to mexico with my permit without knowing the repercussions because i feel like it would have saved me a world of pain <laughs> Like, not going to Mexico in September really fucking did me fucking dirty. I'm not going to lie. But I guess if I could also go back in time and time travel, I don't know if I would choose to have my family come to the U.S. Like, I don't know if I would be happier as a little Mexican girl, a little Mexican woman, you know? Yeah. You know, it's crazy because it would you would have just had a different life. Yeah. Like, it just you would have been different. Your family would be different. It would just be different. You know, it's hard to say if it would be good, different or bad, different, you know, but it would be different for sure. Like, it'd be totally different. You'd probably have to there, there'd be pros and cons to it. Right. It's like you wouldn't have to deal with some of the bullshit that you're dealing with here. Yeah. But then yeah. there's probably some other new bullshit. And I feel like this isn't a time travel movie, but 13 going on 30, like resonates with me in a very weird way. <laughs> Yeah, love that film. I love that film. And in in a way, she time does time travel. But in the movie, if you guys aren't familiar, great movie, go see it. She basically wishes at 13 that she could just be a grown up. And then she becomes 30 and she's like, oh, there's cool stuff about it, but there's shitty things about it that she's dealing with. And I feel like sometimes why I have such a weird reaction when my friends said they're getting married or that they're pregnant is in my mind, I'm 13. And I'm like, oh my God you're a child you can't have a baby like what do you mean like oh she's a, she's a, she's a child bride like how sad that she's getting married so young even though she's fucking two years younger than me and is 26 years old and i feel like sometimes like i've been dealing with some family stuff and before when you're like 13 and you're dealing with family stuff there's like so much out of your control that you don't even really have to be that bothered by what's going on and now I'm a grown up. I'm damn near 30. This actually is my problem that I have to deal with. And yeah, I and I think that's like the thing with you. If you had stayed in Mexico, there'd be problems that you would new problems that you would have from being there and problems that you don't have. And then there's problems that you have here that you wouldn't have there. One hundred percent. And now that you brought up 13 going on 30 and being able to sometimes I think about that when I'm like really going through a rough time. Do you ever feel like I just wish I could like fast forward the next two months when two months I'm doing significantly better? Just just black blink two months ahead. You that's know, like that other. Oh, that's like that other time traveling movie. Click. Oh, that movie's ridiculous. With Adam Great Sandler. Yeah. OK, yeah, we got a lot of movie recommendations. I got to make sure to type all these up. But 
Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I, I wish I wish I could go into a future where I didn't act, care about something. You know, because like yeah. I can I think I can rationalize with myself, especially when it comes to like men. Like I know at the time, especially when I was older, I know that in five years I will fucking forget about this dude. I probably won't even fucking remember anything about him. But in the moment and in the time, I like can't get over it. And I was like, fuck, I wish yeah. I could fast forward to a time where I didn't give a fuck. Because I know that there's going to be a time when these people are so insignificant that tripping over them seems so stupid. But in the moment, I can't do that. Yeah. And that's okay. I think I think reminding yourself and remembering that it helps, helps cope. And you can't rush healing. Sometimes it really sucks when you're like, I'm just ready to be over this fucking thing. You really just have to like live it through and experience those emotions, which fucking sucks. One thing I think about when I think about like, would I change anything? Like, I think there's a movie called The Butterfly Effect where like you change one thing and then everything is different because of like, yeah the ripple effect and i do say that sometimes some of the best things that have happened to me something terrible had to happen and like i think the example i give sometimes is when i was a senior in high school i really didn't want to go to wsu i don't fucking know why i think it was because i was from seattle and a lot of people talk shit about wsu as it was a shitty school yeah well, I would never have gotten to go to WCU if I had gotten accepted to UW. And UW is the only school I didn't go into, right? And I'm so thankful I didn't get into that because I think I would have stayed in a very toxic relationship for longer if I had been in the same city as them. And so it's like, damn, I used I was really upset when I didn't get into that university. But then later on, I was like, thank God I didn't. Yeah, perspective. Perspective. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. I've been Sometimes. thinking about that. Sometimes, sometimes I've been thinking about some stuff that I'm like, did that have to happen though? What did I really learn from that? <laughs> I just, you know, I hate when people, I hate when other people tell people that. Like, you can think that for yourself. Like, you can think everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason for yourself. But like, I'm never gonna fucking tell somebody who has cancer everything happens for a reason. Because no, oh, fuck that. No, no. no sometimes no. shitty things happen to good people and. <laughs> life sucks sometimes and it's not fair you know yeah i do know so are we do we still have hope though like for the future yeah do we want to time travel into the future yeah i would love to i guess i would love to time travel into the future even when what we were saying if i could time travel to a point in my life where it, like it was good and it wasn't gloomy when i'm gloomy and see myself happy i think like that could really soothe me <laughs> Be like, oh, look, bitch, you end up happy. Don't worry about it. I'm like, you know, I, part of me doesn't want to travel into the future because, like, what if I don't want to stay there? Like, what if it's worse? You know, like, I hope it's better. I have a good feeling about it being better. And I just mean for the world, not me personally. Like, oh, okay, you okay. know, like, what if we go into the future and I'm like, oh, my God, no, like, the earth is destroyed. Like, I don't know. I get a little bit worried about that. But what does give me hope is I feel like I see a lot of younger people who are a lot more open minded than previous generations. And I think that we will probably become a more accepting society in the future. I hope. I think so, too. I have I have faith for the young, younger generation. They seem to know what the fuck they're doing and they're very vocal about it. And I think with social media, like education and overall like social movements just like happen a lot faster because people have access to that in the same thing though opinionated people with like a 
actual factual information are also spreading their word. So we'll see how that goes. As for the environment, honestly, it's it's pretty gloomy over here. I, that's not looking good for me in the future predictions, predicaments. Uh, we're running out of resources. And I don't think a lot of people really put a lot of time into thinking about that, which is what trips me out when people say that they want to have kids. I'm like, but what's your plan, though? Like they get to figure it out? Or are you also going to figure it out? You know, more people, less resources, things to think about yeah i do kind of hope that we do have like a xenon girl the 21st century moment with some space glam like if i have to go to space (laughs) i hope it's fabulous you know i think girl absolutely (laughs) absolutely our clothes i don't even know what it's gonna be made out of but it's gonna be shiny sparkly Uh, if we're gonna be we're gonna be slaying regardless of the era right I'm excited for like, you know, also like I think some people are doing some cool stuff with clothing like online, like with engineering and cool stuff. I'm like hoping that fashion pushes its way forward so we get like some crazy cool shit with technology. I think so. I think that will be a thing. Let me get right on it. (laughs) Yeah. Get an engineering degree so that you can create invisible fabrics that blend into the background. Wouldn't that be cool? An invisibility that would suit. Be cool. Yeah, it's possible. I think, you could use octopus so. technology. Octopus technology. It might already be a thing. I don't know. I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll, 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 we'll follow up on the next episode on this invisible suit. Okie dokie, everybody. That's time well, travel. <laughs> That's time travel for you. These are our thoughts on time travel. Uh, maybe I should have had a large, a longer conversation with that man. Maybe he knew something I didn't. Um, and I do want to time travel. Plugs of the week. So my plug of the week uh, actually goes to the bouldering gym that we went to. They have a women and or trans climbing night. And it's uh, every last Tuesday of the month. And the day pass is only $5, and it's from 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, this offers a space for for those who identify as women, trans, non-binary, and or gender non-conforming to build community through climbing. It was really, really fun. Please go check it out. And that is at the Seattle Bouldering Project, and we will post information about that. I'm also going to do um, – so basically – when I was researching brands, I'm trying to buy black or buy POC. And one that I found that was really cool is called All Man's Right. Um, and basically their message is that like all people have a right to participate in nature. Um, and they are a BIPOC owned outdoor brand. So I will tag them below. Those are the plugs of the week. All right, everybody. That's this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are having so much fun over here on the podcast and we want more people to have fun. So please do the following subscribe, rate the podcast. It actually helps us out like a lot. Like it really does. And then you can also follow us on social media. You can find us at thanks the number for your concern. I'm at Ella L. Tudor. And I'm at Berenice Diaz M. Toodles! Bye-bye!